But first, we want to talk about something a little bit different as uh, this week, we had a bit of a first for the podcast, Bonnie. We had our first ever uh, viral tweet. Uh, <laughs> I can feel myself cringing even as I say those words. <laughs> but yeah, we had a, a weird situation over the weekend where a tweet we did about Yago, the Portsmouth and Strikers goal celebration, uh, went a bit crazy on Twitter. Um, as we record this, it's currently on 31,000 likes, uh, 3.7 thousand retweets, uh, 4 million impressions. That's the one that makes me laugh. Uh, and a million video views. Just a, weird, a funny experience for us, but I think it does kind of raise actually some interesting questions that we want to talk about because it's quite funny to me how a tweet that I did, which took about 10 seconds to write, while I was doing what I do quite often, you know, on a Sunday night, watching a game of Portuguese football at home in bed by myself, which no one else is watching. Um, no one's interested in this game. I'm doing a couple of updates here and there. No one cares. Uh, I've kind of got one eye on my phone, one eye on in the game. Nothing's really happening. And then at the end of the game, a player decides to do uh, a crazy thing, uh, which made me laugh. So I go on Twitter, find the video and uh, tweeted the video. Um, yeah, next thing you know, thousands of people have seen it and it's kind of being viewed all around the world. It's an interesting situation because it just made me very aware of the fact that something which is so innocuous and, and can take only a few seconds to do can suddenly have quite a big impact. And I'm quite aware of the, uh, you know, the, what we try and do in terms of promoting Portuguese football to people around the world. So um, a lot of people were kind of taking sides. Some people saw it as, you know, something funny, something humorous. Of course, the Victoria fans were very upset by this. They saw it as a kind of aggressive act. He was, for anybody who's not seen the video, he, he runs to the corner flag, grabs the corner flag and mimes machine gunning. The Victoria fans were sitting right there. An insane thing to do. It did make me laugh, I have to admit, not because I think it's funny to shoot people, but just because it was quite an absurd thing to do. I just found the whole thing quite outrageous. But then, of course, a lot of people... Uh, well, on the player's side, um, the player then came out after the game and, and said, I'm paraphrasing here, but he essentially, he essentially said, look, I know I overdid it. I think we all overdid it. Uh, and I don't want to disrespect people, but I was just reacting in the moment. And he said to uh, spitting from the Victoria fans and also racial abuse. So, you know, there was a serious side to this conversation that you weren't able to have in just this one tweet. And I was very aware that this tweet was kind of going crazy and getting out there. And we weren't really able to have a conversation about it. So, I'm interested to get your perspective on the whole situation and just, yeah, what you thought about what uh, Yago decided to do in a moment of madness. It's, it's hard like, because it's, there is two ways of thinking. I think there's the serious way of thinking and there's just the, like, the instinctive football fan thinking. I think I think it's great of him to come out afterwards and say it was against the, the racism that, you know, for the, the racists who had been abusing his, his teammates during the game. Because right? I think that's a really impo important thing to raise. And I think, you know, this is particularly with this coming a week after we saw the league and, and several teams do, do a, a social media backup for Esgaio after he received online abuse for his performance against Braga. At the, but at the same time of this happening, there's news coming out that Gustavo Asankara Famalicao was given a match ban for essentially accusing Tondeo Salvador of calling him a monkey. And like the disciplinary board of the league has decided that Asankara needs to be banned for a game for, and I quote, injuries and reputational offences and I'm not sure if Salvador Agra called Asenkau a monkey or not I don't know that for sure but what I do know for sure is that any player in this league now who receives racial abuse will be scared to 
reported because of fear of getting a, a game suspension. And I think, I know this has sort of gone on a tangent, but I, I think it's a really brave thing for Yago to have done that and, and, and sort of say what it, say why he did it. Because it is obviously a minority of racists from the Victoria fan base because, you know, they brought 2.5 thousand fans down for that game, which is incredible and so good. And the majority of those fans will remember that moment forever. And I think both fans and Yago will, will love the sort of the... the the heat of it, you know, the, the good fans, I'll say, not, not the racist. I think it, people have been liking it to Adebayor's celebration for Manchester City when he sprints down the whole length of the pitch to deliberately celebrate in front of the Arsenal fans. And it's just a moment where mm. a football player, and football players, as you say, are so often on the end of abuse. And as the kind of professionals, their job is almost to take it and not respond, right? And so these moments when football players don't just take it, uh, like Adebayor when he deliberately ran the whole length of the pitch and he slid in front of the fans and like Yago when he grabbed the corner flag and did what he did these are moments when the players don't play by the rule book because we do hold players and fans to different standards like if you went and told a load of fans in the stadium that they couldn't shout and I'm not talking about racist stuff here, I'm just talking about you couldn't shout abuse at a player yeah. or a linesman or a ref they would say oh this is part of football this is you know people have to get over it Whereas when a player comes back to them and gives them back a little bit of what they've been giving to him, suddenly it becomes controversial. So from that perspective, I think, yeah, I found it an amusing event and I don't make any apologies for laughing at the situation. Of course, when it comes to racist abuse, you have to take it very seriously. And those are very serious accusations. Um, Of course, the one thing I want to say very clearly is that I think there are so many great Victoria fans. In fact, in general, mm. I think Victoria have one of the best fan bases in the country, the way they back their team home and away. Um, we know it's just factual that there are historical cases of racist abuse from Victoria fans. Moose Morega, very famous one. Uh, but I liken it to um, a team like Millwall in the UK. They have a minority of fans that have done these things and that have given this club a reputation, but it by no means represents all fans. Um, and I would like to see Victoria fans, who I'm sure they, they already do, condemning any racist abuse if it happens. And in general, I would like to see more openness from all football fans to say, well, if I'm going to give it to this player on the pitch, then I've got to be prepared to take it back. Because I think that's what happened with Yago. And I think that's what a lot of football fans all around the world, when they saw this video, empathise with a little bit. 